police in the morning. Bizarre and horrific events take place in the course of one night in an average motel. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. B-Movie's best for ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, the final week of spring cleaning month, cleaning out the Crypt Edition with the decrepit Crypt of Nightmares box set. Number generator picked number 46 this time, Mayhem Motel from 2001. Of course, there are no descriptions in the box set, so you heard the IMDb description. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Where would you like to start, Paul? Let's start with the top first. (laughs) All right. For me, in the number three spot, this movie is only 75 minutes long, and I mean that in a way that it doesn't take too long, not in the sense of like, you know, oh, thank God it was short, but just... It feels like the right size movie for this. Yeah, Any longer would have been too much. And that brings me to number two. This movie, and this is the top, has no coherent plot or thought process. And it's amazing. Like, it makes it fun and enjoyable to watch. You never know what's going to happen next. Like, someone going to get murdered? Someone going to, you know, encounter a midget in a hot tub? Is someone going to be talking about drugs? You don't know. Number one, of course, the dialogue. There were just so many moments in this movie that just made me laugh. And it, you know, mostly came down to the dialogue. So number three. So this wasn't really an anthology, but it kind of was. And, you know, I liked each part of it. Like, there was none where it's like, wow, I can't wait till this is over. Like, each one was kind of entertaining in its own way, its own random way which brings me to number two the nonsensical barely existent plot was just really entertaining to watch unfold you really never knew what direction this is gonna this movie is gonna go in or what was gonna happen and number one honestly a lot of the jokes were really funny i was i wasn't expecting to laugh nearly as much as i did but there were parts of this movie where i was just like dying laughing it was so damn funny it's been a while since i've had to pause a movie for laughter. Yeah, that is a good sign. <laughs> Number three on the bottom. So, the character of Abby is a terrible hooker. She never finishes her clients. And, Literally. Uh, well, you know, at least not in the way she's supposed to. Number two, the pimp is super fucking annoying. And unlike Paul, every time he was on screen, I wished that the scene would just end. He was a pimp. I was. I thought he was just a weirdo in the hot tub. Then number one, there are several characters who just kind of like exist in one small segment or are forgotten about and don't have their story wrapped up. They're there. Sometimes you see them two or three times during the movie. Sometimes they're there just once, and it's like, what do they have to do with all the other shit going on? Nobody knows. Number three, so there were some audio and visual problems with the movie. I mean, it's a low-budget film, so I'm not going to hold it against it too much, but I'd at least mention it so the people aren't like completely surprised by that. Number two, because there were so many characters that were, some of them were played by the same actor, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on and like which character was supposed to be on screen. Why is this guy a mime now? I thought he was just murdered by a hooker. It, it gets a little weird at times. And number one, there were times where the movie's not 
really pace the best. Like I think we watched part of it in, f- in like uh, 1.5 speed and everything, just because it was a little slow. But um, it didn't happen very often. But there were definitely parts where I felt it could have been paced a little better. Well, since we both love the dialogue of this movie, let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us started with. Honestly, all I want to do is rub your feet. If I could just um, rub your feet, I would just come in my pants like crazy. You couldn't get a heart on. It was like a spaghetti noodle. You just ruined my fucking birthday. What's the rabbi going to say? You mean fucking come in your mouth. What the fuck? You're supposed to be a fucking good girl. You're just about to come. Then you punch her in the nose and mix the semen with the blood in her dress. Konnichiwa, your ass out of here and get me some tea. Fuck it, I'm horny, man. Gotta do a dead bitch. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. Honestly, this is probably one of the best Quote Wars we've had in a while. Like, it, like every other line of dialogue in this movie was just hysterical. Now it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are of our scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots did you need to get through this film? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I gave it a 3 out of 10. So, Mayhem Motel is like an anthology film with dementia. It forgets what order it's supposed to be in, tells the same story multiple times, and forgets to finish stories half the time before moving on to something else. Sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. It's low-budget chaos at its finest. With a movie like Mayhem Hotel or Motel, I was expecting a generic horror film set in a motel. That was not at all what I ended up seeing. While there was plenty of murder and gore, this film was anything but conventional. The plot was random and nonsensical, the pacing was all over the place, and I'm not entirely sure which character was which half the time. That being said, I had a great time watching it. The dialogue was hilarious, the nonsensical plot was fun to watch unfold, and overall, the entire experience was really entertaining. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie quite like this one, but I'll certainly be thinking about it for quite a while. Well, even though we both really enjoy this one, we always have ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time the priest makes an appearance, take a drink. Number two, every time the watch is shown, take a drink. Number three, whenever the pimp goes, <laughs> take a drink. And number four, anytime Abby gets spanked, take a drink. Every time someone is trying to get laid, take a drink. Every time su- s- every time the salesman gets flu-balled, take a drink. Every time a new character is introduced, take a drink. And every time there's blood, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the split. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else Beamer-related, leave us a comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at beamerbros.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. That's beamerbros. Follow us on Twitter at beamerbros. My personal Twitter at beamerbros. Check out all the all the other kind of kind of literature, reviews, interviews, and chats. Website beamerbros.com. We have new shows each week. Want to help support the show? Consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below. Well, we've come to the end of Spring Cleaning Month, cleaning out the Crypt Edition. And, uh... Let's rank the movies we've seen. In the number four spot for me was, of course, Matthew. The first half, nearly unbearable. Second half, fun. Three, Crawl Space. Interesting concept, low budget, easy to follow. Number two, Scarlet Fries Junk Food Horror Fest. An anthology film that uh, 
had me entertained. Some were good, some not so good, but none too long. And number one, Mayhem Motel. Mayhem. Perfect way to describe this as it had no idea what it was doing, neither did I, and I like it that way. So the number four spot, I put Matthew. I do not think it's a bad movie, but it just didn't compare to the other ones, which, such as number three, Crawl Space. For a a very low-budget film made by virtually one guy, it was actually really entertaining. Um, Not the best movie, but for what it was, they did very well with it. Number two, Junk Food Horror Fest, or Scarlet Fries Junk Food Horror Fest. It had some really great segments, had some not-so-great ones, but overall it was a very entertaining experience. And number one, Mayhem Motel. I was not expecting to like this movie as much as I did, but man, did I enjoy it. Well, we have, of course, come to the end of April, the end of Spring Cleaning Month. Uh, so in May, what should we uh, sh- what should we take a look at? So lately I've been trying to, you know, when I start a task, I like to make sure I complete it. You know, it gives me peace of mind. So I'm thinking maybe we can go back to certain franchises or series that we haven't haven't finished and everything and complete them. So like an unfinished business month. That sounds like a good idea. And man, I've got the perfect movie to start this month. We're going to begin it with begin the month of May with Rape Zombie Lust of the Dead 4. Yes, I acquired a copy of it. Fucking damn it, Paul. <laughs> so until next time, friends. Be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on, man. Oh, see, little guy.